Hey there, I'm Sarah Rosina, and I'm your host, along with my co-host, Sean Blackshear of What's Your Take Media Podcast. Hey, do you love movies? I know I do. I'm actually like a movie nerd. I'm always bringing up movie lines with my friends, connecting other actors with other actors, and I consider myself kind of like a movie critic. So much so, I decided to create a podcast dedicated to the movies and television shows you and I love. My co-host, Sean, and I will be critiquing new and classic movies and television shows from all over the world. Subscribe today to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Go ahead. Make my day. Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I praise the Lord and keep the faith. Sipping my macchiato, gotta get my cream up. I do this for Christ, boy. This ain't for the culture. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can email me at podcasting at mmsmedia.org. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can do that. I'm on everything. Just look up at mbills314, and I'm sure you'll find me there. Well, first off, let me say thank you, Jesus, that we made it to 2021, and this is the very first episode of the new year. We are now officially five years old as of December 31st of last year. That's right. We've been at this podcast since December 31st, 2015. So that's New Year's Eve of five years ago. We've been at it. And since then, I mean, so much has changed. I mean, when I first started this podcast, I wasn't married. I didn't have any children. And since then, I've gotten married and had two children. (laughs) So, I mean, it's been a blessing. I just thank everyone who have been on this journey with me. And and for those who continue to have a hunger and a passion for God's word, like I do, your love and support and prayers are greatly appreciated. Now, as we all know, as of what was this two weeks ago, we know about the um, the invasion at the U.S. Capitol by domestic terrorists um, that transpired when President Trump was giving his speech and he basically incited a riot in a sense. We saw the invading of a U.S. Capitol building where it seemed like they were let in. It seemed like nothing really happened Um, unfortunately there were five people who lost their lives out of those five people uh, was a police officer just a a very unfortunate situation and just strange situation that transpired there and when I was watching it and when I was watching it in real time only thing I can think about was this is idol worship this is idol worship like this is what happens and i'm not sure if people saw it that way i know everyone has their little political affiliation and whoop-de-whoop and all that whatever but what i'm what i witnessed was idol worship and we're going to get into that today because i don't know if we understand what some of us be doing (laughs) you know what i'm saying when it comes to not only politics right now i'm referencing politics because this was a clear evidence of idol worship but i don't even think people in politics see it that way but it's not about how you see it 
or how I see it, but it's ultimately about how God sees it. Why? Because the very people who were at that Capitol, there is video and there's a clip and I'm going to play it for you. Listen to this. prayers from people who basically stormed into the u.s capitol and they just took it over they just felt like they was just i guess they was doing the lord's work that's foolish and it's ungodly and it's many other things that i won't say but yeah that is what you call idol worship now you may be thinking well who's the idol you're saying this is idol worship who's the idol well, well i see several idols when it comes to this nation um in particular um these group of people that they call themselves maga or trumpsters or uh, white supremacists really is the really the sum total what you can call it the idol for a lot of them is number one the american flag a flag is their idol number two it's the image of an individual which would be President Trump, which if you're listening to this today, today is his last day because a new president will be sworn in today. Happy inauguration day to President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. Let's define what an idol is. Now, according to the dictionary, an idol is an image or representation of a god, G-O-D little g-o-d used as an object of worship it's also a person or thing that is greatly admired loved or revered so that's why when you you know we see celebrities they call them like movie idols music idols uh, we've had american idol <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's a person or thing that is greatly admired loved or revered and again it's an image or representation of a god used as an object of worship now when we think of idols normally we think of like little statues and um people making an object a physical object of something uh, like an inanimate object and bowing down to it and so forth and yes that is idol worship but also 
Idol worship is where you place your affection. If your affection for that particular thing overrides your affection and love for God, that is an idol. So if God says one thing, but then an individual, whatever they say, tends to override what the word of the Lord says and you go with what they say, then you have made them or that thing your God. And that's what happened at the Capitol. President Donald Trump is an idol to a lot of Americans. And you know it's idol worship because when the election votes were in and he lost, they were praying, saying God's gonna overturn it and so forth and and let's take back our country and different things like that. They couldn't let it go. It's idol worship. We're not gonna let them do this to President Trump and so forth. He has his own flag. It's idol worship. Now let's get into the word of God and let's see what the word of God says about idols. What does the Lord say about idols? First Corinthians 10, 14. So my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. Flee from the worship of idols. First John chapter five, verse 21. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. The King James Version says, little children, keep yourselves from idols. So an idol basically replaces God in your heart. God doesn't want anything, any person to go before him. And that's for all of us. So surely I'm talking, so sure I'm talking about the Capitol building and idol worship in America, but let's look at that. Let's examine our own hearts. Our jobs can be an idol. Our spouses can be an idol. Our children can be an idol. Our money can be an idol. Titles can be an idol. So we all have to examine ourselves, every last one of us, because he tells us to keep away from idols. Nothing or no one should come before God, period. So there's really no reasoning or trying to give excuse. Yeah, but what if such and such? Uh-uh. See, that's our problem. We try to <laughs> we try to come up with all these different scenarios and different things, and that's how it gets us in trouble. If he says flee from idol worship, just flee from it. So whatever it is that could be taking God's place in our life, we have to examine our hearts and say, you know what? Yeah, I have been putting that before you, Lord. Help me. Give me the strength to put that away. Put that aside. It take All it takes is humility humbling ourselves and that's what america is getting right now america is getting a good humbling <laughs> getting a good humbling for those who wanted one person to win over another person you have to understand the president of the united states we are electing someone to do a job that's it the job is temporary the job is only four years per term if they decide they want you in for two terms, then you get eight years, an eight year job in total. And then you step down and then we'll put someone else in there. We don't view it like that, but that's technically what it is. And we talked about this in podcasts before, and I don't want to, you know, continue to keep going over it again. But, you know, America is a democracy. This is I didn't pick this. I didn't come up with this. This was like this before I got here. I came here. I learned about it. Like, OK, that's what we do. But none of it shall override the lord period i don't love my country more than i love god that means if my country is acting a fool or the leaders of my country are misrepresenting god or whatever have you then i have a right 
to trust God and, and lean on him rather than lean on my country. So it's not, you know, I'm for my country, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, over the Lord. No, it don't work like that. The Bible says righteousness exalts a nation. And I know we have our different things like, you know, um, well, this president is for that and that president is not for that. I understand that. But God is going to judge you as an individual. The Bible tells us to work out our own salvation. Think about Sodom and Gomorrah. When God was getting ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, and then Abraham interceded. And Abraham told the Lord, well, Lord, I know you say you was going to destroy that village, that nation, but there's some righteous people in there. Macchiato's Macchiato's music, Macchiato's and the scripture, and the scripture, and the scripture, and the scripture. Here we go on two, one, two. So good to know, no matter what I do or where I go. No question, I'm yours. Even on the days I don't feel you, I know you're close mm-hmm. The kind of connection that can't be broken The one that was made to last How you're my life and my devotion you keep pulling me back I love the fact I'm on your mind Still amazes me every day Someone like you isn't a little old me Hard to believe My heart Love it when you love me Apart. So many times my outcome had your signature on it. I had a taste of life without you, and I can say without a doubt, I don't want it. Kind of connection that can't be broken. I'll you my life and my devotion. Oh. I love the fact I'm on your mind. Still amazes me every day. Someone like you isn't a little old me. Hard to believe. Said you leave me never, no. Always thinking of me. Nothing's gonna keep us. Because I really love you. What we have is so incredible. 
This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. And the Lord said, well, if I find a certain number of righteous people in there, then I won't destroy it and so forth. And you can read that story in the book of Genesis. And we'll go over that in more detail in another episode. But I'm saying all that to say there can be such wickedness going on in a nation. And there's a lot of wickedness going on in our nation because it's the world. <laughs> it's a system. It's the world system, not only in our nation, but in every nation in this world. There's wickedness. The Bible says that Satan is the God of this world system. All these systems in place everything you see you can tell the lord is not in it we got to trust god check out what it says in jeremiah chapter 17 verse 5 it says this is what the lord says cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the lord they are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future they will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land so he says that when we put our trust in humans you're cursed not cursed in how you like oh he put a spell on no you're not blessed <laughs> so what he's saying is the opposite it's just not going to work out for you and it's a lot that goes into that but for me i'm the type of person i ain't got to look up the hebrew definition i cursed i know is cursed is bad whatever it is so i mean i know i can get deep with you you know and go into the you know theological terms of cursed but i'm just saying when i saw that word and face value i know i didn't want that so curse is a man who put their trust in man all right i know curse isn't a good thing so i don't want that 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just certain things I just don't want. I believe that that's what we have been doing in this nation and in a lot of nations. We've been putting our trust in mere humans. And he says, when you do that and you don't put your trust in the Lord, you are cursed. Now, verse seven says, but blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. I thank God for Dr. Fauci and all the wisdom that he has acquired and the things that God has blessed him with from a knowledge standpoint. But we have to trust God ultimately. We're gonna follow protocol. We're gonna obey the laws of the land. But when it comes to this virus, all scientists can do is speculate. And we respect that, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, our trust shouldn't be in scientists. Our trust should be in the Lord. We're gonna respect and do what the scientists tell us to do from what they see. But as I always say, God sees beyond what we can see. It's like, it's like, a, bad, it's like, a, it's like a rotten tooth. If you ever had a rotten tooth, I know I have and you get that pain in your mouth and you're like, oh, I just want just to yank it out. We feel the pain, but we don't see the underlining conditions of what caused the pain until we get to the dentist. And in this case, God is the dentist. And then we're like, listen, doc, listen, I just need you to pull it out. Pain is hurting, it's overwhelming. And then they get in there and they say, oh, well, you need a root canal. This tooth here is un under here. You got some decay going on here and you got this one. This so it's a lot of underlining conditions that we can't see. And you know what? We may never know what those underlining conditions are, but we trust God to deliver us. And back to Sodom and Gomorrah. When God destroyed that village, he had the righteous people to get out of the village and told them not to look back. If you look back, you turn into a pillow of salt. I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with this story. But I wanted to bring that back up because I never really finished my thought. <laughs> I just thought about that. I never finished my thought on that point I wanted to make about God judging the nation. The Bible says that we are the light of the world. Talking about those who are believers. We are the salt of the earth. God won't destroy America while the righteous are in it. I believe that because the saints are here, his children are here, because of our prayers and our intercessions for the nation, his wrath, I believe, has been held back for the most part. So when the Bible says that righteousness exalts a nation, he's not just looking at the leadership. Everyone plays a part. Leadership obviously is important, but all of us play a part. So we all have to make sure that we are doing the things that we know to do, repenting when we need to repent, examining our hearts. We're not lumped into a group. So don't let no one put you in a group. Are you one of those? You know, I never would have thought that Wearing a mask or not wearing a mask will be a political issue. Now it's like a stamp of your political affiliation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 just a mess. It's a mess. One big mess is really what it is. And yes, the Bible says that judgment must first begin at the house of God. So I believe that God is judging those who are in the church first. That's why we all have to make sure that we are examining our hearts and doing what we know to do. Listen, this, the, this, the, these are the last days. And that era where people was, you know, playing with God and doing a little bit over here and I'm deceiving people here and I'm gonna take their money here and I'm gonna sleep with women here and then I'm gonna go over here and lie. Them days are done. And God has been warning people, you better chill out. If you listen to me and that's your MO, you better relax. 
and repent because this ain't the time God has given us plenty of time and you never want to frustrate or try to take advantage of the grace of God ever the Lord is good to us man when you really think about it the Lord is really good to us because he really don't give us what we deserve when you think about it if you think about all the crazy stuff we've done or, or things we didn't do that we were supposed to do like his mercy and his love for us is so overwhelming it's so overwhelming exodus 20 verse 3 you shall have no other gods before me the lord made that clear to moses and all the children of israel you will have no other gods before me now idol was a god he looked at anything that you place before him as your god so i know you may love your country but don't love your country more than you love your god because once you do that you become an idol and what you're telling me and what you're telling god is that because you love your country your country can do no wrong or you try to make excuses for your country and we did a whole series on racism in the church so i don't really want to revisit that <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. We know the history of this country. So if you're a believer and you're listening, you got to be careful what you say around other believers, especially your believers of color. If you are a, a, a white person and you have some and you have brothers and sisters in Christ who are black that I love our country, make our country great again stuff that I don't sit well with black folks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it was that country was never great to us. God has been good to us. Hallelujah. The country, not so much. But the Lord has been good to us. When someone says something or does something that goes against the word of God, you have an obligation, according to scripture, not to go through with it. I don't care what leader says what. So we're going to pray for our nation. We're going to pray for the new leadership that comes in, that's coming in. But as the scriptures say, we rather obey God than man. And we're not placing anyone or anything before God. And that's that on that. <laughs> this podcast has been a blessing to you please share this with your family and your friends remember you can send your emails to podcasting at mmsmedia.org you can also send you can also follow me on social media at mbills314 remember these words from the book of romans chapter 3 verse 4 let god be true and every man be a liar until next time i'm out